were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy WPC Smash, where wrestling and pop culture smash together. We are your hosts. I am Mike Moran. And I am Ian Wilson. We love wrestling. And you love wrestling. So let's smash the start button on today's podcast. Welcome to WPC Smash. I am Ian Wilson. And I'm Mike Moran. What up, what up, man? Dude, here we are in the prime time of wrestling. Yeah. WPC Smash, been on a summer hiatus. How was your summer, brother? Dude, it was pretty good, man. Got some fishing in. You know, got to enjoy just, like I said, previous episodes. I just like being outside, man. Yeah. How, how was your summer, dude? Dude, I did some fishing myself. We did some fishing together. Yeah. Should do that more. And, uh, Hell yeah. dude, basically, um, you know, trying to keep up with wrestling the last few weeks and sports is crazy. Football's going on right now. Patriots tearing it up undefeated. Mm-hmm. Um, Basketball started, hockey, you know, hockey starting, and uh, everybody's getting going. On. Baseball playoffs, dude, staying super busy with that kind of stuff. Getting ready for winter at home, yeah. clearing leaves and doing that junk. Winter working outside, you know, all that fun stuff coming up. Hell yeah, brother! Uh, sure. We did do one sweet thing this summer, and that was go to the uh, retro gaming convention. Yeah, we did. It was sweet. I, I liked it better this year than uh, last year. I did too. Um, just, I thought it was we cool. had a lot of fun this year too. I mean, we had yeah. fun last year, but like I think, at least for me, my point was to purposely enter more things, do more of what it has to offer, rather than treat it like a flea market and just buy stuff. So <clears throat> naturally, we did get some treasures. We bought some stuff. I bought a sweet N sixty four controller that I had when I was a kid. It's like the lime yellow one, which my kid broke within two days of me being home, oh. so that's fun, but <laughs> I, I fixed it. It was a lug nut, um, but uh, I know you bought some stuff. What did you get there? Dude, I got Hyperstone Heist. That was kind of like my big purchase. That was the game I've been looking for. Um, just something I've seen a lot of times but never scooped sure. up for the personal collection. It's a and game. Uh, Yeah, dude, a couple other small games, but I like you said, I had a blast like – just chilling out and like not having to rush around. Like I grabbed all the games I wanted in like the first hour, <laughs> you know, pretty much. And it was like, all right, this is what I wrote down on my phone. This is what I came here for. And I'm going to like enjoy things. And like, yeah, man, we were like watched things, like, you know, and different we, things. We entered tournaments. Yeah. We entered the no mercy tournament. We got a buy in the first round <laughs> for being just the coolest smashes around. Absolutely. But however, the I second round like, came. I, yeah, I lost <laughs> yeah. in like two minutes. Yeah. Not going to lie. To I, the arm bar. I didn't uh, last too long either, but at least the guys that we both lost to played each other in the finals. Yeah, so, right. Like, if you're going to lose, go, you got to lose the best. They were going to go through, you know, we didn't waste too much time doing it, but yeah, yeah. man, we got to. We didn't lose to Barry Horowitz, all right? We were yeah. losing to Brock Lesnar and The Rock or some shit like that. Yeah. So uh, I entered a cosplay con- contest. Did a little fat Thor. They kept calling me Lebowski. Hey, whatever <laughs> it is, what it is. 
one of my favorite things that we did at that whole convention was play the tabletop game. Oh yeah, Hero Quest. Yeah, yeah, it's like a super old school like Milton Bradley game, and uh, dude, it is super fun. It was dude. fun, man. Yeah. Because it's, like, fast, like a, too, and, like, simple. Like, it just happened yeah. to work out that way, you know. And Watch we, the Patriots game while we were doing it. Yeah. That was totally awesome. I always got that iPad rocking, ready to go, whether I'm fishing or playing tabletop games. Yeah. You always got to watch them sports. Yeah. So, H- yeah. Hung out with the homies and uh, went to a couple restaurants or whatever and stuff like that, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. Overall, that was a real great weekend. Yeah, man. For sure. But other than that, dude, why not I flip it to you? What else has been going down? I mean, the main thing for me, sports, 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 is the one time a year where all, you know, four teams are running at the same time, uh, if you're lucky. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, yeah, everything's been good. Um, just getting ready for all the wrestling to start and then it actually to start and trying to keep up with everything. I know, like, we talked about it slightly, like, dude, there is a lot of mainstream wrestling going on right now. Like, if you try to watch everything, and, and you can, like, you know, because you can fast forward through things and stuff like that, whatever. Yeah. But, what, 12 hours of wrestling just, like, on regular TV? That's not even if you're not, like, shooting for, to go watch Impact or New Japan right. or Shimmer or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it is awesome a curse and a blessing at the same time yeah. you know it's what, what I mean? we wanted but now it's like overwhelming yeah just a little bit it's but... weird because you wanted more like <laughs> an alternative but wwe just like jumped in it and was like yo we're putting nxt on it's two hours too and you're like Shh, dude yeah. <laughs> yeah and they want to make smackdown three hours so i like, heard that bam like there's just wwe on regular tw- te- television but there's a lot of eight hours. Yeah, like, there's a lot of bright stuff too. I really like uh, the pyros back. That's huge for me, man. Yeah, it it can make an entrance. Yeah, especially like when someone would do their poses without the pyro. Yeah, it was kind of kind of awkward. Yeah, now at least things are shooting off in the background and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but I'm super into the pyro. I like the storylines. I think for the most part, things are going good. Like. You know, they're getting that outside thing with Tyson Fury and... Um, Velasquez. Exactly. Uh, AEW's just running on, you know, the elite right now. And, and Jericho and his squad. Names. That's true, you know. The inner uh, circle. But they're, like, marketing-wise, people are going there to see the Bucks first. Yeah. Not to see Jericho. Everybody's seen Jericho, in my opinion. like That's people, true. You're, yeah. you're very true, man. But it's good. I, I let's jump right into AEW. Okay, dude, straight up. Like I can't wait. Anyway, three so weeks. AEW's running strong. We have, there's a new company in the mix, and obviously the elite are running it with you know the cons. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're paying the bills, like <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I don't know. But they're how. not making decisions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, dude, I like it. I got nothing bad to say. There's things that I don't like, but if I watch WWE, there's things I don't like. And if I watch New Japan, most of that stuff's pretty good. And <laughs> sometimes, you know, whatever you watch, there's right. always going to be something you don't like. So, like, I can pick that stuff out. But for the most part, like, of the four or five different shows that air every single week, and now with 
NWA Power on YouTube every oh, yeah. Tuesday night with new studio wrestling, which I want to check out. You know, I mean, we're talking all double-digit hours worth of wrestling, so like, you got to pick what you exactly. want, what you want to shoot for. You know, especially you'll get there for everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? By the time the week's over, you've had it on in the background or whatever. But you get through everything. But the most I've been jumping AEW first. Like that's what I'm for sure scooting home and like I'm putting it on. Like take my shower, sit down, watch some AEW. I'm still a Ron SmackDown guy, but when it comes to Wednesdays, I'm going right to AEW. And like you said, we're gonna dig into it, dude. I've been digging. I, I think I've been digging a little too deep in my own brain when I'm watching it. I'm like analyzing it a little more than I should, but in a good way. So I'm gonna just throw it out there first. I want to talk about the commentary team. I love hearing Tony Schiavone on TV again. Yeah. I love his, like, excited voice. Like, welcome, wrestling fans. I like like that he can still do it because he, like, looks so – he's lost so much weight and then he he still has that, like, same voice. Yeah. You know, it's super good. And I honestly – I do like Excalibur. I think he speaks very clearly. And you can, like, understand what he's saying. Like – that's how yeah, I feel sure. about Excalibur. I don't. I gotta tell you, I, some people don't like him. I don't. He doesn't bother me at all. If Taz came in and took that spot, oh yeah, as the wrestler on the panel, yeah, it would be like the all star. <laughs> I never crew even thought right of that. there. Like, dude, they would they would print money. <laughs> Nobody Jeez. would ever say anything about. The commentary team again. Like, think about that. Like, Excalibur's good, but he ain't the best. The best is sitting there, right, doing his radio show. Yeah. Like, they could get him one night a week. One night a week. Uh, Yeah, I think that's the. I think that's the answer to their problem. Nice. He did AEW Dark. Oh, he did. Yeah, he came out and did commentary with Excalibur, but I think he should take his spot on the, on the, on the main I roster. I did not know any of that. Yes, yeah, so only it was they were in Philadelphia, so I think it was oh, a of convenience yeah, type yeah. thing. Um, but enough. still, you That's get cool. him all the time for sure. And then another thing I want to talk about in AEW what what I see and what I actually like. Uh, first off, I'm going to ask if you're all caught up. You're all caught up. Oh yeah. All right, so I really like the fact that the Young Bucks lost in the tag team tournament. I appreciate that they put a younger team, a lesser-known team, to the to the American eye over, got them the exposure. And then if you look at Jericho and his team, like, people know LAX and everything, but, like, I feel he's also putting the spotlight on people – who wrestling fans might not know. Yeah, so for if, sure. if I've never seen Sammy Guevara before. Right. And if that's the way AEW's working right now, I, I dig it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, they pay the tickets to see Kenny in the box. They're still going to see him. Yeah. But they're not just going to squash everyone. Just like, sure, everyone knows Neville or Pac. I like that Pac beat Kenny Omega. Yeah. It shows that, like, the elite's running the show, but they're not. they're not, like... Jeff Jarroning the show. You think they're just like sense. doing it for now, or do you think they're like legit cool? I think they're gonna have their times yeah. where they're champs, but I don't necessarily think it's gonna be like a hostile takeover. Yeah. You know, and they're all the champs at once. It's not gonna be Triple H running through the early two thousands, just <laughs> running people over with the pedigree, right? And you get a pedigree, <laughs> and you get a pedigree, and you get a pedigree. 
You think you're over? Pedigree. <laughs> Dead wrong. <laughs> Dude, I dig but it, Yeah, man. that's how I feel about AEW, think- and uh, it's exciting, man. Cody Rhodes seeing Gold Dust like doing his own thing, calling you know Dustin. Yeah, I heard on one of the podcasts somebody suggested that he just be the natural, like go back to wearing cowboy boots and jeans oh, and really? like a cut off like t shirt like his daddy would wear, you know, and then strip down to the trunks, just hmm. like wear dusty yeah, cowboy yeah. clothes. But and, and it was his. That was his gimmick when he was the natural. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, they call him the natural, but yeah. I like. I don't know. I think his face paint's cool. He's still. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't need it, like you're saying. I think it, I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Dude. Just like different, you know. Mm-hmm. I, somebody said it. it wasn't my idea, but yeah, I thought it was like I was like mind blown. I'm like, dude, that'd be super cool if you did that. For sure. Um, NWA Power. You watch that at all? I have not yet. Me neither, but I'm sure it's good. It's got Cornette doing commentary. I heard that. That was the one thing that yeah. I heard. Actually, and it's we studio might have to wrestling, because, so it's gonna uh, be like super. Because I think Faf has been watching it actually. NWA Power. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was the one telling me about yeah Cornette. It's he, like studio wrestling, bro. Oh, I love me some Cornette too, dude. That's <laughs> like sure. the one wrestling podcast that I like legit listen to. Like that, you know, all the time. I skip a lot of the other ones depending on what they're talking about because there's so many. But mm-hmm. I always listen to Jim Cornette because you never know what that dude is gonna say. You like you got <laughs> that it. it's is like very true. it's like how Stern was at Shock Rock stuff like yeah. but it's like dude you gotta Shock listen pod. you gotta listen every day because you never know what how it's gonna say it's like the same thing all right with, all right with Cornette and and he uh, legit knows everything about everything when it comes to wrestling it's pretty crazy I seen on one of the Vice shows yeah. They like, Those shows are cool. They had like a little. He was giving a little tour of his house, and he got some good wrestling memorabilia. He's he a big comic book like, guy too. He's got like Spider Man number one, nice, and awesome. whatever. Um, Amazing Fantasy fifteen, which is like the legit first Spider Man like appearance. Wow. And uh, I didn't know that much about him. He's got like cool. all the good stuff, and he like sells it too. Like when he goes to his, uh, you know, at his gimmick table. Yeah. When he goes to, like, a convention, he'll be like, yo, you want to buy comic books? Like, <laughs> yeah, because he's been, like, peeling them off lately, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, well, good for him. Since we're already in wrestling, you want to talk about Raw and SmackDown? Because yeah. they've had some significant changes. Yeah, absolutely. So they Champion had, changes. Champion changes. They had the draft. They almost kind of, like, hit the reset button right quick with the whole Fox deal. And I think they've been stepping up their game. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think the draft was weird. Yeah. I thought, like, but I think, like, match-wise and storyline-wise, like, I think everything's going good. For sure. Is it? I like that the Viking Raiders are the champs. Yep, that's cool. Um, Brock. I, yeah. You know? How do you feel about that Brock win? I, I love it, like, dude. Bam. He would kill Kofi Kingston. Are you All kidding right. me? Like, that's like, if you want to pretend it's a real fight, like, Brock Lesnar would destroy him, and that's exactly what he did. We got new sets. I think uh, yeah. the SmackDown one looks awesome. I think they both look awesome. The Raw one looking like a half pipe. Yeah, <laughs> because it's pipe. like a weird the angle that they you know LED boards give you. Yeah, but I like that it's cool. Yeah, it looks like a half pipe. I think it's cool. And then Raw definitely got more of the pyro I, from what I see. They got the pyro back, and SmackDown got like the cool laser light shows going on. But, oh yeah. But then SmackDown they got as you have, as you have seen Smashers. 
they got that 3D VR gimmick going on, like they do for the big WrestleManias. But they got yeah. it. I, I honestly was thinking about it today. Like I like that they even have it on SmackDown. It makes it the the appearance of the show just seem badass to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool. Uh, we got Finn Balor going to NXT. That I was, think that was a great idea. All right. Yeah. What are you doing? Doing shit with him on the regular show? He's gonna <laughs> he's be a, he's out. gonna be the man, dude. You think any other? He's gonna styles? be like, dude, no yab. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. And as you said before, um, you know, now with the Fox thing too, and Fox Sports really being in it, they got Tyson Fury. Yeah. Undefeated. Yeah. Going up against the big boy Braun Strowman. Yeah, Tyson Fury's a legit badass for sure. So. And then Kane Velasquez going up against Brock. And, I mean, they are putting together the MMA and WWE side of it now. Yeah. As far as they have a storyline. <laughs> like, yeah. he was the last one to victimize Brock Lesnar and beat the shit out of him for, for realsies. Yeah. You know, so now they're going to be bringing that to the crown jewel. He's been doing the indie thing, so I've seen some of his, like, indie clips. He's all right. How's he doing? I mean, he's like... I don't know. The stuff that I saw was like ugly because he's like a big dude. Yeah. You know, but he's got some athleticism. For sure. I don't know. I didn't see anything that impressed me. Uh, right. You think good. Brock's going to be able to carry him in a match? No. <laughs> oh, God. So, no. only no. one way to find out, and I guess that's on Halloween. I think, I think they're going to beat the shit out of each other because they're not going to have a match. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Brock Lesnar can wrestle, but he's not going to carry anybody. He, there's a specific reason he's in there with guys like Finn and AJ and Seth Rollins because they can do all the bumping. You know, yeah, and yeah. Undertaker's like moves are basic, so it's like, oh, clothesline. Okay, I can at least fall down from a clothesline. You know what I mean? Um, but all, all, the, but all the changes it. are exciting. Uh, the the women's division has been like, I think, pretty awesome. But a lot of flipping around. Like, I can't tell if Lacey Evans is a heel or a face right now. Yeah. Um, big big news, Bailey. Yeah, fully turning heel, chopping her hair off, chopping her hair off, chopping down the Bailey buddies, cutting good promos. I I think she cuts a better promo as a heel than she does as a face. Um, new new jams when she comes out. Yeah, the badass guitar riffs. I like it. I don't don't know where they're gonna go with it. If it's gonna be a long term thing or whatever. Oh, they flip flop her like the Big Show. And she imagine in three months when they're like, you know what, this ain't working. Go back to being a babyface, and she's like, motherfucker, I cut my hair. Yeah, I cut my hair, bro. Like, dude, (laughs) my fiance dumped me. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't. I can't validate that. (laughs) If that's the case, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, dude, that's crazy. Um, good stuff, dude. I all all those are like. The big things, you know, obviously. Yeah. Intercontinental title still with the OC. Nope. Drafted to Raw. Nope. Oh, the United Europe, States. United States. Yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. With the OC. I like that the OC stuck together. They got new jams. They yeah. got new attitude. Yeah. Intercontinental champion is still Shinsuke at this time. Yeah. What a waste. Of Shinsuke or the title? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely both. Yeah. Shinsuke uh, can wrestle. When put in with the right guy. But, uh, I don't know. We shall see. Yeah. So, WWE stepping up the game. 
I'm liking it. I'm AEW not is super dope. Yeah, thank you AEW for just making the wrestling industry kind of open their eyes a little bit. Yeah. And us as the fans, we're wreaking all the benefits. Dude. All right, all right. Welcome to Mike's Man Town. And today, we're going to talk about Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Now, they just came out with Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening for the Switch. It's an HD remaster, and it was awesome. I actually beat it, and I'm super stoked about that because this is a remake from the original Game Boy, which had a couple extra remakes, but I never played any of the remakes except for this one on the Switch. So there's the original Game Boy, then there's the Game Boy Color, then there's Game Boy Color DX, then there was... I'm pretty sure Game Boy Advance, all of this game, but I didn't touch any of them until the original Game Boy, which is 1993, and then the Switch. That's awesome. So the Switch one added a few different things besides beautiful graphics and different sounds. Um, one of the things they added, which I thought was going to be cool, but it ended up not being so cool. So when you're fishing, you can pick up a bottle and grab a bottle just at, like in... A link to the past and you can put a fairy in it and i was thinking just like in link to the past when you have a fairy in a bottle and when you die say you're fighting the boss in a dungeon and you die that fairy will come out and revive you that does not happen in this game <laughs> if you want that fairy you have to equip that fairy and push the button and it will give you some hearts not all hearts so they made it seem like that was a big deal because it was something different but it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> but, again, like I said, Link's Awakening came out in 1993. It, it's like a mini version of A Link to the Past on Super Nintendo. And I just really like what they did. I hope they do more Zelda games on the remake for the Switch. I banged it out. It was awesome. So, pretty much, that's what's going on in Mike Man. Show the movie! And now, our feature presentation. Alright, Smashers, now let's talk about that underdog movie of the pod. I gotta tell you, man, uh, it was my turn to pick an underdog movie, and I think I nailed it with Blade, the original superhero movie. You know, if you don't count Superman, those movies were super shitty, you know. (laughs) But, uh, no, seriously, like, modern-day, like, superhero movies, like, after Batman and all that stuff was already all done, way before Dark Knight, we had Blade. We had an R-rated superhero movie, for sure. It's dope, too, dude. Like, I gotta tell you, man. Badass. Yeah, and when people are like, oh, what started superhero movies, and everybody's like, Iron Man, I'm like, you didn't watch no Blade. Like, <laughs> we could tell. Yeah, yeah, like for real, dude. And they made uh, three of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, the first one's the best. Yeah, that's what we're talking far. about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, number one's the best. Number three has Triple H, so that's super dope. But number one's definitely the best. Uh, man, I I love Blade. I watch it all the time. Like, not all the time. That's not true. <laughs> but it's definitely on your list yeah. of go to. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. If I'm thinking like semi scary, like action movie, it's like. Pfft, blade gore 
Yeah. Donald Logue right in the beginning. Yeah. Dude, at the, I, at the at the vampire bloodbath party, yeah, the bloodbath, dude. dude, it's crazy. <laughs> it man. is, man, dude. If you guys, have, you know, Blade came out in nineteen ninety eight. It's uh, it did pretty well at the box office compared to movies we would normally do in this spot. But I just like with how popular superhero movies are right now. Like, I don't think Blade gets the respect it deserves. I think it's an underdog movie, and that's why I think you guys should all go and check it out. Alright, and welcome to Off the Top. And if you're unfamiliar or living under a rock, this is the segment where whoever's turn it is, we ask each other a question. You have to answer that question off the top. No thinking about it. Just whatever answer comes to your mind, you have to say it. So, this time it's Ian's turn to ask me a question. So, go ahead, bro. Mike Moran, it's time for you to give it to me off the top. If you could only listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? Tom Petty's Greatest Hits. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Absolutely. Yep, that's the one that I've always said yeah. like, since I've been listening to it. But, yep, that's the one for me. It has some some faster songs like American Girl and uh, Running Down a Dream, but then it got some slower songs like Last Dance with Mary Jane. It got a little bit of everything, man, and that's that's my answer. So, how about that's you? That's one of the very few albums that I have on my phone. So, oh. yeah. Um, for me, it'd be the uh, Metallica Black album. Oh, really? That's one of the few albums I can listen to start to finish and not, like, skip songs. There's, you know, a good handful, but that's, like, the OG, like, yeah. I'm just going to put in a CD, like not mess with things or do nothing like the Metallica Black album. I for dig sure, it. dude. Um, I could listen to it all the time because it's got so, you know, everything's good, everything's different. Like you said, it's got variety. Yeah, especially I didn't think of that album. That album has the ballads, you know, and it, oh, has, yeah. and it has your head banging. Yeah, it's got it cool, all, man. Dude. That's awesome. All right, man. Let us know on Twitter at WPC Smash if you could only listen to one album the rest of your life what would it be at wpc smash on twitter ladies and gentlemen welcome to the main event All right, man, we're here. We're at the spot of the show where we were trying to get the whole night, and that is the main event, the meat and potatoes of WPC Smash. The name says it all. Absolutely, dude. And I got to say, dude, we got a pretty cool match. Yeah, we do. But real quick, event. I want to touch base on a main event real quick. I want to know what your thoughts are 
on what I thought was an atrocity of a main event. And it was the most recent Hell in a Cell main uh, event. Man. Bray Wyatt the Fiend versus Seth Rollins. <laughs> Seth Rollins. <laughs> um, I mean, straight up what I think about that match is watching it in red with a red cage with a red Hell in a Cell was super rough, dude. I was like trying to... I, I, I didn't dig it. I thought Kane was going to come out. I did not like it. But I really didn't think he was going to come out, but you know where I'm going with that. Yeah. Dude, it wasn't no. cool, man. I was thinking, like, imagine being there. In I the could crowd. see, like, some. Yes, absolutely. I was thinking about what if I was there in the crowd, how pissed I would be. <laughs> you know, in the top level, and you can't see nothing because it's a red light. I don't know, man. I didn't dig it. I know people are crazy butthurt about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not getting all personal like that. But I did not like it. Nope. It made the other matches on the card look awesome. All right, man. Well, let's get to a main event that actually was good. And let's talk about Cesaro and Sami Zayn. It wasn't a main event, but it's a main event in our hearts. Yeah. And it's the first ever takeover opener. Yeah, dude. The first match on an NXT pay-per-view. So this is like history. Yeah. It means something. Right here. And the two gentlemen involved had quite a bit of history at this point, and that was Cesaro and Sami Zayn. Yeah, this is the fourth match of their little rivalry that was going on for the better part of a year. Absolutely, man. It was a super good rivalry. Uh, we got Tom Phillips, Byron Saxon, and William Regal on commentary. This is a historic match, dude. We just went over all the reasons yeah. why it is. The crowd is amped, and, uh, you know, they're super jacked up for this match. At this point, um, like you said, it's been about a year, and we're going to uh, follow, basically, the match of the year candidate, the two out of three falls match. Yep. So they're, they can only go up from here. Like, they just had a match of the year candidate worthy match. So they got to step it up. Absolutely. They got to make it a little bit different. They got to try something else and get the crowd going, which they do, like you said, right off the bat. You got Sami Zayn coming out first. He is the clear baby face of the match. Yeah, man. Cesaro, um, the heel, and basically uh, shows his power and slaps Sami Zayn like right off the back of the head. Mm-hmm. You know, man, um, there's, like, excellent back and forth to start the match. You know, we got our basic, like, NXT-style entrances, basically, like, is what I'm thinking. Like, they were super basic. There was no pyro. Short and sweet. And they got in the ring, and they straight up got at it. And Cesaro, right off the bat, lays into Sami Zayn. Yeah, and they're they're setting the ground for the rest of the match, which, in my opinion, is a David. Cesaro is just way more powerful, like you said, than Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn got to figure out a way to pretty much outsmart Cesaro. Yeah, man, the crowd's loving it. They're re end. It's really amplifying the match. Like you're feeling how important this is. Like when we watch All In, like you know that mm-hmm. first ever pay per view. Like that's a most recent thing that you can remember. But like that feeling was like, dude. Phew. This was a different feeling because you're yeah. feeling something different than what you're used to. Um, 
Sammy ends up doing a high cross body, but Cesaro catches Zane midair and delivers a tilt the world backbreaker, kind of a signature for Cesaro, yep. but something that I always find really cool in the match. Um, Cesaro, Cesaro keeps using his heel techniques outside the ring, slamming Zane into the rails, really playing up that he's the bad guy. I love how Cesaro follows the rules of wrestling, sliding back in the ring to stop the ref's counts and so on. You know, that's basically yep. excellent storytelling, in my opinion. I And I appreciate that. He wants to inflict more pain, but he's going to do it in the confines of the rules and Cause he wants to break win. that count up. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Cesaro targets Zane. Um, the surgically repaired knee, that was kind of a big target in the beginning of the match. Yeah, and throughout most of the match, too, if you look, like, Cesaro definitely pinpoints the leg. And he's definitely, tar- like you said, targeting that surgically repaired leg. And, and that was one of the notes I had. Like, he's picking his spots and working on, on one limb, if you will. I like that they tease spots from the two out of three, two out of three falls match. They did, but they ended up a little different each time. Like, yeah. It wasn't what you expected when it, you know, they started to get going. A lot of back and forth in the ring. Cesaro um, slows things down and starts to work. Sami Zayn with like knee submissions, dragon screw leg whips, stuff like that. Cesaro's heel work is excellent, and he was really known for that in NXT. Um, Cesaro gets Sammy in a single leg crab and uh, the torque that he uses. You know, he really lays into yep. it, Bret Hart style, as you know, the best I could explain it. Mm-hmm. Sammy tries a springboard maneuver to the outside, and Cesaro catches Sammy midair and delivers a beautiful tilt a whirl slam onto yeah, like the a ramp. power slam. Yeah, and it that also showed Cesaro's strength. Like, that's something like. If you're going to watch this match, you're going to want to watch that spot. It was, it was good. I have that. It was aggressive and stiff. Um, both dudes, but especially Sammy, you know, sells the physicality of the match beautifully. Mm-hmm. You know, Sammy's kind of always been known for that, so he does a great job. Sammy crawls into the ring just before the ref counts him out. Zane catches Cesaro off guard and delivers a nice exploder suplex from the corner turnbuckles. Yep. But it takes a lot out of him, too. And and the cool thing about it is, too, we can't stress enough. Almost every maneuver or sequence, the crowd is eating up. Yeah, and dude. It's, it's really making the match. I know I say that a lot, especially on the matches I pick. Like, the, the crowd helps make the match, and this is definitely no different. Zane catches Cesaro off guard and delivers a nice uh, explorer suplex. So right after that, Sammy nails the blue thunderbomb. Yeah, and that one also... It's not that they're just banging out the moves. Like, Sammy's doing it. You could tell he has a bum leg, but to me, it just it looks smooth and powerful. I don't know how else to put it. Like, when you watch that one, it's like, that's the one they put in the video game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for (laughs) sure. It's crisp. Sammy gets Cesaro in the Koji clutch, but Cesaro reverses into a sweet submission. The stretch muffler. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I, I just had sweet submission. Yeah. I probably didn't even know what it was called. Actually, here's a little tidbit, kind of like a brain buster fact right here. Stretch muffler. Brock Lesnar was using the stretch muffler for a little while. It's where they have the leg over the, the back of 
I'd pick you up by the leg and put your leg over the back of my neck and just straight use your body weight to torque your knee. Ah. But Cesaro pulls it out excellently out of a reversal. Um, I respect and love that they stick with the story. Cesaro does the big swing and Sammy sells it better than I've ever seen someone sell that move before. Not mm-hmm. just like... The old, I'm leaning back on the couch, arms behind the neck. Like, I get that's how you don't feel busy, dizzy. Yeah, but, puke. Yeah. But I don't dig it. Like, if you can't take it, don't do it. Like, yeah. that's basically where my opinion is on that. Um, this is awesome chance. Envelop the crowd. Cesaro lands be- uh, brutal double foot stomp to Zane's head. And then Cesaro gets uh, Zane up for what looks to be the huge power bomb off the second turnbuckle, kind of mm-hmm. a staple in his repertoire. And uh, we get a beautiful Haluva kick. Cesaro kicks out on two, and the crowd goes bananas. Excellent false finish. They waited a while to like get it done to yep. do the first false finish in a world where we're bombarded with false finishes on every decent match, like you know yep. main match. They didn't just throw him out from the get-go. I liked it. Cesaro shakes it off while Sammy sells, sells the um, taking all the moves and just like the totality of the match. Sammy can barely get up, and when he does, Cesaro drills him with a stiff-looking European uppercut. Mm-hmm. Looks super good. Sammy starts getting a lot of love from the crowd, and Sammy starts to make his comeback. And the exchange really has a lot of cool moves, like a German suplex and a Canadian destroyer, you know. But into like a, ta- a power bomb, like I just like oh, yeah, super yep. weird. Yep, something that you ain't seen every day on Raw. That's for sure. You might yep. see it on AEW <laughs> Dynamite though. Um, Sammy Zayn hooks up and actually kicks out at one. I don't remember seeing this before, and uh, Cesaro's face really, like, showed me a lot of surprise and, like, you know what I mean? Had a lot of, like, visuals to it mm-hmm. where he was like, oh, shit. Yeah, he was telling the story with his facials, like you're saying. I done messed up now, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is it going to take to keep this kid down for the one, two, three? Yeah, man, Cesaro hits a spinning, brutal European uppercut. It's absolutely stiff and... Japanese style and just like man strong looking good style. I love it man yeah strong style sets up Sammy for the neutralizer which is in Sammy co- uh, Cesaro covers Sammy Zane for the one two three in the win I thought it was an awesome match dude I thought it was a great pick it's an extremely significant match being the first one on NXT pay-per-view it started um a trend of NXT pay-per-views because it was so successful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They could have easily bailed out if it didn't go well, but because it did, we have NXT that we know today, which is like, you know, absolute gem after absolute gem. Right, known for that, and they kind of got the ball rolling on that for sure. After all the, you know, posing and cheering and, you know, Hogan must pose, <laughs> Cesaro comes back to the ring and picks up, uh, you know, picks up Sammy and they, they hug it out to the delight of the crowd. Like, they're absolutely, their clues are pointing at the ring. You know, that's mm-hmm. the best way I can explain it. <laughs> Everybody is super, everybody's super excited. Um yeah, man, it's a great moment in NXT history. It's the first match ever, you know. 
bad guy realizes he's not such a bad guy and comes in and cheers on his friend at the end and shakes yeah. his hand for a good four, you know, years worth of run together. And, uh, dude, I loved it. Storytelling man. 101. And just like significance history yeah. 101. Like this is history. Nobody can ever be the first match in NXT takeover history again. Yep. Cesaro, Sami Zayn nailed it. All right, Smashers, this is the segment where Ian tries to stump the Schwab of wrestling. This is the Brain Buster. Bring it. Mike Moran, I got one question for you. Sami Zayn and Cesaro put on a hell of a match for your Brain Buster. Sami Zayn on the Indies had a much different name. What was Sami Zayn's name under the hood in the independent wrestling scene? El Generico. Yes. I knew that was a little too easy, but I, you know, I'm like, sorry. (laughs) Gotcha, man. Dude. We do this for fun. I'm not trying to beat the crap out of you with questions. And you surprise me every day with your knowledge. I love the Brain Buster. I love WPC Smash, and we love all of you. Download us, you know, tell your friends, subscribe, listen to 30 seconds and shut it off if you don't like it, but just, you know, give us a nice review, something cool, like do all that sweet stuff that you're supposed to do for podcasts. We hear all, like, the big podcasts say that stuff, so, bam. Yeah, and above all, you can hit us with that retweet, or you can hit us with that two- but to be the man, you gotta beat the man. And all you got to do is tune in next week. Same Stone Cold time, same Stone Cold channel. You can find us on Twitter at WPC Smash. Or on our website, WPCSmash.wordpress.com, where you can find current and past episodes, a donation button, and links for iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, brother.